0: Hello and welcome to episode 15, Women Masturbate, and in this episode we're going to be talking about manifesting our dreams. We have the extraordinary, clever, creative Chi Bennett, poet, artist, radio presenter and mum of two. She's going to tell us a bit about her life and about manifesting her dreams. She has not had it easy and, as you'll hear, is incredibly, incredibly resilient. And we've connected online and i've been reading some of your posts chi and you've mm-hmm. had an extraordinary life um uh very creative clever and clearly extremely resilient and so i think it would be really interesting first of all just if you told us a little bit about your life if you would share that with yeah, us
1: yeah sure um so i don't know if you read the little sort of history I wrote about myself recently on Facebook because I kind of felt like I wanted to tell my story and I I'd sort of put up a a bit of an essay about about my life and I'll kind of I'll go through some some of those points about what you know what I said on there so basically um I was born in Japan um my parents met in a cult over in Japan um they my mum had been in the it's called the unification church so it was quite it's quite well-known in the 70s and 80s Um, and it was like an international cult so my dad's British he went over there um, to Japan my mum was quite a well-established and highly respected cult member and he and they basically um, the two of them got put together so he had been in the cult for seven years she'd been in the cult for 10 years and they basically got chosen for each other pretty much randomly just based on Polaroid pictures of them their faces sort of thing and this is like a common practice that the cult leader did just have a table of polaroid pictures and group together couples um randomly (laughs) pretty much obviously in in his mind it's his divine guidance from god putting these couples together and you know so my parents had an arranged marriage and it wasn't really the best start for a relationship and their relationship never really worked Um, so i was born into that kind of environment Um, me and my sister were born in japan we came to england and my parents found it really hard to adjust to life in you know after being so deeply entrenched within sort of cult ideas and everything and they kept it totally hidden from us this background you know how they met and everything so we kind of grew up just totally in the dark about all of that and it's we could tell that our parents were not normal um, and their relationship wasn't normal and they Mental, mental health wise they weren't you know they weren't very well and stuff but we you know whenever we pressed them as to where do they meet and their backstory they just always brushed us off with some story about meeting in a bar in japan so we never got further than that until after my mum died when i was 18 so yeah i had a very strange childhood um lots of confusion and you know lots of let's say i was i was demonized a lot um, i Age 10, I got suspended from school for bad behavior. Um, I was a very disturbed and angry child. I went, I got into grammar school passing my 11 plus, went to Denport High. I promised that my behavior would improve. Um, but... That
0: was incredible, though, because I read that, because I kind of read that first bit of the story. Yeah. And then, and like how you managed to do that, because, you know, that's like a massive achievement, isn't
1: it? Oh, do you mean passing the 11 plus? Yeah. Yeah, I was the only person in my school who got who, you know passed who even attempted the 11 plus in, well I was you know pilgrim primary school is just one class per year but I was the only person who went to Denport High and yeah I mean I, to be honest like my my experience of primary school was awful I always felt like it was just I needed more um yeah when I was eight years old one of my teachers thought I was a child prodigy and she got some organization to test me to see if I was you know what my IQ was or whatever they did and talking to me about you know my interests and stuff but you know they they actually said oh she's not (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so you know uh, in me I, I, I knew I was different I knew I knew I was different from the children around me um and I was creative thinker clearly yeah, I was I was always exceptional at art, and and people were always telling me you should be an artist, you should be an artist, and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah. I didn't really discover my own talents until I was much older. Sort of, mm. I, I didn't really know how to apply my talents or use them or anything until much much later in life. Um, I kind of like in school. Yeah, I mean, in school I was always really quite troubled. Um, they wanted to they were pretty much on the verge of expelling me around the age 14 14 to 15 when my behavior was just just getting too much for them um they I had to go to Mount Gould Young People Center to address my mental health I was you know I've been self-harming from the age of 12 I was finding it really sh- a big struggle to just live day to day um mm-hmm. but but somehow yeah, I managed to get all A's and A starts in all my exams and shock them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because I've always just had like, you know, an ability to learn, which is probably, you know, something I was born with. And yeah. that and no matter how hard things were in my life, I was always still able to pull that out of the bag. Yeah. So in my GCSE times, my mum started getting ill. So she got diagnosed with motor neuron disease. So through my A levels, I was having to sort of like witness her dying as well as um, trying to do like, you know, I did physics, chemistry, maths, religious studies. I got all A's in my first year and I was heading towards getting all A's in my second year, but she died and it just kind of yeah. threw my life out of whack and I just couldn't do it anymore. And um, yeah, and went off, you know, worked for a while saved up a bit of money went off traveling on my own when I was 19 um that was a really amazing experience and Mm. I just needed to get away from the Mm. rat race in England and the pressures of what what is expected of you as a young person and stuff and um and then when I was away um I just kind of thought like there's more to life than just ticking these boxes and you know i didn't I, I didn't really know what i wanted to do anymore so i kind of drifted and yeah just random jobs Tra- You yeah, know, lived in morocco for six months when i was 21 um yeah just really really just drifted i ended up, ended up joining a cult when i was 23 um, in manchester um, so that was like three and a half years in a cult whilst i was studying my, for my degree I ended up not finishing my degree in podiatry because like a month before I finished my brother got diagnosed with motor neurone disease oh, so I was at the time like me and my brother were in were in this cult luckily I convinced him to leave the cult with me a month before mm. a month before he got diagnosed um, okay. so that was really good because if he had stayed in there you know um, it he would have pretty much just probably just you know stayed up in Manchester and not actually like you know, it just would have been a totally weird situation. Mm. Um, so yeah, so we you know, we came back down to Plymouth like uh nine that was nine years ago, and since then I've just been trying to build a life in Plymouth. And but while he was ill, I was um, you know, I focused a lot of my energy on looking after him. And I was didn't really know what to do in life because I'd given up my degree to look after him and stuff, and um got to about yeah basically he he died when I was 30 and that was kind of when I turned 30 I sort of around that age I like I wrote a vision board and um about how I want my 30s to look basically and I I wrote down this kind of A3 piece of paper I don't have it anymore actually I don't know where it is but um just things that I want is to like get into writing to get into creativity to really discover my talents to devote time to myself and all my life until that point um I never really truly explored my own abilities um I was always told like oh you're good at this you're good at that but I didn't have I didn't really you know it's just I just felt really lost um so from the age of 30 I started writing poetry and got really into that sort of realized that I could I can write and I enjoy writing um then I sort of thought oh what can I what else can I do so I started doing drawing and painting and this is all while I'm looking after my two kids up in a one-bedroom flat in Whitley um so with my with my ex so I was trying to sort of be a mum whilst fit in like you know trying to give myself some time as well um so I had this I had this um sort of idea and kind of this like this this dream that I could just I just wanted to become the best person that I possibly could be in this life and to to fulfil my potential in this life and to do something really, really amazing that could help other people, and um, just I, I just I still feel now just this need to create massive positive change in the world, and that's what really drives me. Um, wow. So, with the poetry, and then the art, and then I sort of thought, what else can I do? So I kind of thought I want to get more into performance art, and so um, I joined a band as a backing singer. Um, and then I started doing things like running a pub quiz and, you know, doing little things to dip my toe into that idea of like being in front of people. Mm. Um, then it was, so I was, I was, you know, I had I've sort of like pursuing this path of like gaining more skills in the arts basically. Um, then a year ago I met my partner, um, basically like on Facebook um, there was a woman called Helen Moore and I I didn't know her Mm -hmm. but I had a look at her profile and noticed that she is she's creating an independent magazine called Client Culture and something in my head just said to me like she's going to like your art so like you know I added her as a friend and two weeks later she wrote to me saying she really likes my art can I have my art in a magazine sort of thing and I was like that's so weird because like I really kind of like had a premonition that that was gonna happen mm. <laughs> so yeah I submitted my art to her and got into a magazine and it was launched at um, Plymouth Art weekend last year at a Wonder Zoo gig so Wonder Zoo is um, an arts organization in Plymouth that is basically spoken word performance theatre type thing mm-hmm. and that's where I met yeah. my partner who I'm currently with and um, so the past year basically I've been massively involved with everything to do with Wonder Zoo um, running gigs and helping out with like Making posters, photography, videography, writing, and all that. And then I, um, the guy who was actually the was hosting the gigs, he um, left, so I stepped up to be the new presenter. So I was presenting online gigs like once a month during lockdown, um, when lockdown began. And then a friend of mine wanted me to uh, come on to her radio show. She wanted to interview me on the radio show in Fandell Fandell mm-hmm. Community Radio, and. I, I was like yeah go on that would be cool and then when I, when I was there I was like oh this is cool like ra- yeah. radio show I was like oh I might have a go at this and um yeah. yeah so I found out there's another radio station called P-Town Radio um and I just said oh would you like me as a guest on one of your shows because I've got loads to talk about with the arts and wonders and stuff but they said oh we've actually um the guy watched my you no, know, listened to my clip of being on Ferndale Radio where I actually ran a run a show over there and he said oh would you like to be a presenter on there so yeah that was about um three months ago that I started doing shows at P-Town Radio so I've been doing one every week um it's basically sort of like an arts and culture show called Show and Tell with Queen Sheep and that's every Friday and I've been getting sort of started off getting like maybe one or two guests on per show and now it's kind of gone up to three then four so now it's a three-hour show so with like with additional music in the final hour and yeah so it's so it's going really well and it's been it's been noticed by one of the um producers at BBC Radio Devon Abby Davies so she's um asked me to work with her on a on a on something like a project starting in January with BBC Radio Devon to create diverse inclusive shows um yeah so that's for me that's been quite a big achievement because um coming from zero background in the arts like you know I I don't have an arts kind of career or education it's it's just basically kind of been my own my own sort of like self-development um that's led to this point and my own kind of like determination to really like put the hours in and really do as much as I can to develop myself that you know within the space of a year from like from when I attended that art weekend wonder zoo thing to yeah. to now it's like now I've been noticed by the BBC. So for me like that's like quite you know it's quite astonishing in a way, <laughs> the fact that you can actually just um create your own your own path and and
0: yeah. and people
1: notice that sort of thing. Yeah.
0: So, so going back a bit, when you when you talk about so when you didn't you may have mentioned it, but there were so many things to listen to. I may Sorry, have yeah. missed it. <laughs> so may So no, much. no. So when you when you actually that point of when you felt that you wanted this kind of change in your life and you visualised you visualise these dreams, when exactly was that? Was that when you were travelling? No, it's when
1: I was, it's when I turned thirty. Yeah okay so I'm 36 now so so it's about six years ago yeah um okay you know I had these thoughts throughout my life of like doing things with my artistic skills or things but like I I just always had this feeling like oh you can't you know I was never encouraged it was always like oh you you can't make a living out of that or um yeah you know being discouraged by my parents and you know like Mm. so it it took a long time for me to have that self-belief actually
0: yeah, yeah. And, and and I think that that some that comes a little bit with age as well doesn't it that kind of self-belief and mm. also I found because like you I did all science a levels and and I was actually much better at art and, and creative mm. stuff but because mm. I could do the the um, science stuff I was kind of pushed into that yeah and uh, and then because my parents had this vision they came from a you know quite poor background so they were very much like you know, you are, you are going to be the person that's going to, you know, you're going to get this great job and you've got to do these science A-levels. And there's almost like that thing where you feel that you have to, you're kind of,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it seemed at the time that sort of like doing science A-levels was, the kind of best route a person could do because it means that you've got access to all these different things in life that you can go for yes exactly whereas if exactly, you if, but yeah. whereas, you know it was always seen as like if you do arts then you're going to limit yourself and you're going to be poor yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing yeah 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 yeah. so but and yeah. actually in real, actual, yeah. re- you know in reality the truth is is that with the arts you can be limitless you can you don't have to yeah. you know you it it's more you've got more options in a way than if you were to just sort of do a a science degree and get stuck in a science job and you know I'm not saying that science is limited I'm just saying like from my experience of seeing what's possible within the within the arts profession there's like you know if you want to as an independent artist you've just got I I think you can just develop yourself as you want to be developed, like you can become the person who you want to be. Whereas maybe within other professions, you've got to stick within the parameters of what you're supposed to do for that organization or I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're working for an organization, I mean, I'm really very interested in neuroscience and how that, how we can do with color and and breath and all this kind of stuff, how you can change things in the brain. Mm. So I feel that there's a massive overlap between, um, kind of creativity and science and all of that kind of thing but you're you're right you know if you're yeah and I think well I would yeah I mean I would still
1: consider myself to be interested in science I don't at all see it as like something separate to art I think it's all it's all it's all creativity in the brain you know it's all yeah so yeah in a way maybe even the fact that I've got that ability with science and maths that probably even helps me in some ways with what I do like you know day to day just being able to cope with spreadsheets or you know maths yeah. when figuring out budgets or things like that so yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah 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 that's amazing um and so do you what are your what are your dreams now then do you have kind of um um yeah because you've kind of reached you've you've manifested these dreams and they're like happening you know they're starting to happen so do you have like Another layer or another tier. Um,
1: I suppose it's sort of like um, the way I see it is like I'm on a journey, and this journey is very mysterious, and I can't really say what's going to happen in my future. But I know that from my experiences, like when I have said yes to, when I have said yes to myself, like when I've given my, myself the permission to go down a certain route, or when I've sort of, um, you know, seen that this is possible or that is possible you know, it's kind of allowed things to happen. Whereas in the, you know, like for Mm. example, um, the whole thing of like being someone who is an artist in the public eye, that's something that I had to actually battle within, battle with within my own self as to, do I want that? Can I really cope with that? And it's kind of like I had Mm. to consent to that before I was able to really become that person. Um, yeah because I could have said no like I could have just been like no I just want to be like an anonymous artist I could you know I just want to be in my room making art um but I've actually I actually want I can see why within this world we need people who are able to step up and be voices and be role models and I want to do you know I want to have the biggest positive impact in in my lifetime in whatever in however many years I've got on this planet I want to be able to look Mm. back and say like yes I've actually used my years really wisely I've achieved things mm. that have been meaningful. Um, I've helped people in many different ways. And, you know, I just want to, mm-hmm. I just don't want to stop. I just want to keep building, like, whatever it is I'm here to do. I just want to inspire lots of people. And, you know, one day, yeah, just just have that satisfaction that, as Frank Sinatra would have said, you know, I did it my way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah 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 that's amazing
1: yeah and I do see myself as rising to you know like to great heights yeah I do I feel myself rising to I, I can only see it really sort of um getting bigger yeah my journey
0: yeah I think that's amazing and I can't wait to meet you in the reels when uh, when when, when, when yeah. we're allowed um and so Leanne have you got any questions um,
2: I am. I'm so sorry. I'm in and out of service because I am being driven back from... You're uh,
0: such a, a crap and... podcaster, Liam Bray.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not my like... fault. Like... <laughs> I'm joking.
0: I'm so horrible.
2: Um, but no, cheat sounds just amazing. I mean, I just, yeah, it's, I love listening to your story. And so... I know you've kind of touched on it, but what keeps you, what keeps you driven? Because I know you've got this dream to, um, but what keeps you motivated? It... I, I think
1: it's just, it's just the love of, just the love of everything to do with, God, I don't know. It's just a love for life, I suppose. It's like, a um, love, Yeah. I, I love the, I love it when I've done something and it's changed someone's life. You know what I mean? Like, for example like yesterday someone contacted me and said that me doing my radio shows has inspired her to set up her own podcast um and you know for me that's so rewarding and that's that's worth much more than money for me yeah. like just knowing yeah. that you've set someone else someone else off on a path that for them is going to be like an adventure and exciting and they're going to grow and learn just because they've had something I've said or um yeah i just love it and i i I love creating magic in the world i love being able to be in a position where um i can have an idea i can follow follow through with it or you know like for example i can like create a piece of art and then it's up there up there publicly on you know on union street and just knowing that people are reading my poetry or i don't know it's just it's just the most fun way of life i could ever think of living Um, and I just love it you know I love creating art I love I love exploring all the arts Mm. and I you know I just want to I want people to know that um, in life you really are capable of doing a lot more than you have been told you are Um, and really you need to um, understand that the only person holding you back is yourself and within your own Mm. you know because we're all raised and conditioned to feel like there's things that we can't do or that we're not good enough to do um even if we love doing those things sometimes we feel like oh we're not good enough to make it in that kind of area but the thing is is like you have to just do them anyway and because beautiful things come from creativity like if you know if you really want to do something then do it because you don't know who's going to Who's going to notice? Who's going to be touched by what you've created or what you've done or written? Or, you know, and it's it's you're you create you're creating a life for yourself. It's not about necessarily creating creating a living, because it might you might never I might ne might never make a lot of money from what I do. Um, but it gives you the most beautiful life. And that's worth worth more than money.
0: Yeah. We need mm, more cheese in the world, <laughs> I think. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I completely agree with that. And, and I think the, the other thing that's so um, incredible is that even though you had this kind of quite difficult start in life and, um, you know, you you made a choice. You made a choice that, to to do what yeah. you're doing. And I think that's really important for so many people that even though they they may have these starts that they, you know you have a choice you you can be who yeah, you want to and, be and
1: um it's it's really all about um having you know like if you want to be more creative then just do it but don't don't think oh like i may never be as famous as this or that person it's really about it's a journey of sort of becoming who you truly are and and find it, finding your mm. authentic self and and allow, allowing yourself yeah. to also, allowing your inner child to have the freedom to play and um, yes. not having these experts. Basically, I, I kind of figured out it's it's like I'm kind of parenting myself um, and I'm kind of treating myself mm-hmm. as I ought to have mm. been treated um, growing up. You know, I should have ought to be, ought to have been allowed to pursue my own interests and, um, and you know, be allowed to make mistakes and allowed to have my own path. And, this is. I'm a home educator myself now. With my two kids, I home educate them, and this is what I kind of. I'm trying to encourage them to find find things that they're passionate mm. about and um, <clears throat> have their own story and have their own journey.
0: And how Four how old are they? Oh, so that so that's yeah. Because I I tried home educating, but it was yeah. a disaster. Um, just because, um, well, yeah, it, it's probably easy when you start when they're younger, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we won't, we won't talk yeah. about my disastrous. I, I I plan these amazing creative lessons <laughs> and she would just be, like, and she'd just be like, oh, you don't know anything, yeah. I'm not doing well, that. It's, it's, um,
1: yeah, I mean, I sort of go with the idea of the Scandinavian philosophy that you don't need to start doing academic work until they're seven years old. So for now, yeah, I'm just sort of yeah. doing a lot of creative play and getting them into yeah. what I'm trying to do is sort of like, I'm sort of presenting it as wizard school. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, where I'm basically teaching them like. I'm going to train you to become a wizard. I'm going to train you to all, have all these amazing skills that will give you all these, like, power, you know, wonderful, like, magical powers in the world, like, you know, being able to sing and dance and act and present yourself. And, you know, I get them to do little um, plays for me. Just, you know, it's not – it's nothing, like, complicated. It's just, like, you know, they'll, like, do a little song or something and i will like, clapping for them and, like, you know, just get getting them used to yeah, sort of, yeah. like – I think it's really important as a skill to be able to be in front of people and not feel, like, self-conscious or, like, ashamed of making a fool of yourself and stuff, so...
0: and Absolutely. Do you know, I if I could have had my time back, because I think you've absolutely got it right, round the right way, I felt very... I mean, my kids are a hmm. lot older than yours, like, 20, 20, nearly 20, 17 and 14, and I, if I'd have, like, now, I had them when I was quite young, and I think what I should have done is... especially the the uh, last one is home educated home educated her until she was Mm. at least seven and eight because i think you're absolutely right having self-belief and feeling that you are worthy Mm. in this world i think is so vital and i wish i wish i had um i had done that but you know we all we we can't we can't all be perfect so So I, i do i do absolutely think that um I mean, I did it the other way round. I waited until I waited until school wasn't working anymore, and then started mm. at age 11. Doesn't work very yeah,
1: well. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, it's really. I mean, I I wouldn't say that everyone should homeschool their children because I think it's it it's not something that everyone can do because i no, think I agree. It, it is quite difficult um stress wise you're you know it's got a lot of responsibility yeah. and you also it also requires you to have a lot of like networking skills to find other home educating parents and all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah. and be, you have to learn to sort of like you know i don't know
0: it can be quite yeah. lonely as well i mean i i think i think with younger children it's i mean we're kind of going completely off topic but it is interesting um i I think home education can be great uh, as long as you can find a lot of other kids, so they've they you know they've got yeah people to hang out with, and I think that's difficult. Yeah, I'm actually setting older. up my own um,
1: home home ed group now at Union Corner. Um, so once a week, I'm going to like yeah. run a group and then try and get like regular people coming, and yeah, like obviously within lockdown and restrictions and all that sort of the law. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think it's all really great. Well, I'm going yeah, to sure. wrap up now, this but um, it's been amazing. And Leanne and I are definitely going to come and see you once uh, restrictions um Yeah, definitely. Allow. I'd
1: love, yeah, I'd I mean, love to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's meant to be, lockdown's meant to be ending at the beginning of December, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah, cool yeah. to yeah. Up, definitely. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, it'll be really great. and. Thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself. Oh yeah,
1: our that's absolutely fine. Really and, enjoyed
0: uh, that. Uh, uh, great, and we will see you yeah, cool. soon. Hopefully. Lovely
1: talking to you both. Okay, okay,
0: bye, okay. bye, bye. 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 Um, so, just to finish, we have Leanne's top tips. So, Leanne, what are your top tips?
2: So, um so top tips for manifesting uh, so i think chi mentioned about doing vision boards which are amazing we've got, we've done that our well our women's well-being events as well and they've been yeah. really successful so basically a vision board is a collection of um images that inspire you and um so i've got to talk a little bit more about kind of the whole way that you kind of manifest But the best way is to heighten your senses And to really feel into what it's like to have all the things that you want to be, to be having, you know, want to be manifesting. So one way of doing that is by having visual kind of cues that help you to really feel excited about all the things that you might want. Um, I should say first, actually, the first thing, obviously, is to to get clear about what it is that you do want. And um, also to, yeah, to kind of pick just a couple of things so if there's an area of your life that you really a couple of areas that you really want to work on say for example your health and maybe romance or something or you know it could be work and your environment you know where you live whatever it is but I think it's best to just have two things that you're focused on even one one ideally because really if you're trying to do too much trying to change too much at once you you know the, the your focus gets confused what it is that you're actually trying to do yeah Also, what you find is that when you do change one thing you you know you manifest something into your life every your kind of values and your views on your life change with it so you know you might have wanted uh you know say like a a a new partner in your life and actually when you have manifested that that you might have wanted a new job but suddenly now actually the job isn't so important you know you might have met them at work and actually you'd quite like working together or whatever you know but you don't you just don't know how everything else might change so just get really clear about what it is just for the time being what it is that you want to focus on and give yourself a set time to be focusing on that so say like a month something like that six months a year whatever depending on how big your um, goal is you know be do be realistic about time frames Although saying that, you know, some sometimes you when you get into doing this, it can just happen overnight. And you know, there's loads and loads of people that I know that have when they've put their minds to it and they've started manifesting things, they literally do manifest things overnight. It's it is magic. Yeah, so, and yeah,
0: also the, overnight, the word overnight is an interesting thing because you can really dream, like obviously yeah. into kind of dream yoga, lucid dreaming, you can dream about it.
2: Or is that one of your top tips? Uh, it is it's on there but that's good so yeah. it's yeah but it's under visualization which is mm. it all kind of coming together <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a throat. um yeah so number one get focused really get focused on what it is that you really want and this can actually be the one of the hardest steps because we have you know we're lucky a lot of us that we do have choice in our worlds you know as women these days we do you know we have the choice to do everything All everything's possible Um, and that can sometimes be daunting to kind of really think what it is but you know let your heart guide you you know what is it that would ignite you what gives you passion what gives you purpose what makes you feel good about yourself and you know gives you kind of your place in the world and um and focus on that and also you know just play with it don't get too caught up in it all and think well I've got to make a choice and that's how it's going to be forever and ever and ever it doesn't that's that is the wonderful thing about this is that once you've done it once you know that you know when you've stopped enjoying that you can move on to something else and ultimately life is for having lots of experiences and that's what beautifully you know Chi was talking about is all these things that she's done and accomplished and she doesn't let it limit her to say oh well you know I'm I'm going to be this I'm going to be that and that's it and I'm just going to focus on that it's allowing yourself to dream and think big and be open to lots of experiences so yeah think big and just do the things for now what what interest you let you let you be led by your heart so yeah once you focus once you've got your focus your one or two things that you want to focus on then things like your yeah, vision board so picking out images that represent those things to you. So if it's for example a romance, a romantic partner, it could be, you know, what that partner might look like, or it might be if there's like, you know, a certain person that you find attractive, or it could be things that they would be into. Um, so you know, if they might be good at cooking or you want might want to exercise with them or um, it could be personality traits that you really want, you know, somebody that's open-minded or someone that's on time or whatever it is that you're into. Um, so have images that represent that on your board um, or if you're not into you know visual stuff then it, just writing it down to right but getting really clear about what it is that you want um, and yeah alongside vision boards is visualization so look so just having time to sort of like you said lucid dreaming or daydreaming just playing, just using your mind to allow you to play with what life could look like and then invoking the senses. So what would that feel like? What would it potentially smell like? What would it sound like? What would it taste like? Um and yeah, and when you're writing your goals, making sure that they're in a kind of positive way or when you're thinking about things. So don't focus on the things that you don't want to happen, focus on things that you do want to happen and write them in a positive way. Um so so saying you know i don't want to be poor you might want to put i want to be rich for example if that was something or one of your goals and then and also kind of letting go of any resistance to these things so just because they haven't happened in the past doesn't mean that they can't happen in the future and then also though kind of having a non-attachment and and jake say i've learned a lot about non-attachment from and he's a great person to follow actually and he's got a um create your own reality which i think it's like a free five-day course and you can look him up on facebook but yeah he does a beautiful um visual for me that helped me really see this this kind of non-attachment view of um not being so kind of desperate to want to have your goals happen that you're clinging on to them so hard that they can't come into you into your life um and equally you know you kind of don't want to be so negative about it that they don't come into your life so you don't want to have any resistance either way to things coming into your life that's how you block it so um he talks about things like um you know questioning what would it mean about you what would it mean to you to have these things in your life or what would it and the opposite so if you didn't have it in your life what does it mean and just having that awareness but anyway, go and follow him if you want to know more about his teachings because, yeah, they're really good. Um, and, yeah, going back to blocks, I've found that movement is really powerful. So, again, if I've got kind of, I can feel there's some kind of resistance, like I'm not believing that this could actually happen, then I use movement to help, help with that. So I'll do a dance with the intention of removing the block or I'll go for a run or I'll go for a walk and kind of remove it out of my physical body as well as you know that can be combined with writing it down as well writing anything that's coming up around this feeling of that you're not going to be able to achieve it so it might be that you don't deserve it or that you just yeah, you don't feel connected to it or you just don't think it will ever happen for you just writing down everything around that um and also affirmations are really positive again uh in a in a positive way so uh uh, you know, for example, if you're want, wanting to work on your fitness, you could have an affirmation that you say to yourself every day that I'm fit and healthy. And having a, a few of them to say to yourself every day or write down every day is really powerful. Um, what else? It's good. Or oh, doing things around new moons. We we have a, we have a new moon women's circle, but, and one of the things that we often do is write down our goals for the next month. So using the sort of harnessing the power of the new moon, the new moon is all about new beginnings. So having that kind of universal energy behind you to write them down. And yeah, gratitude lists as well. So being in a state, an an attitude of gratitude. So gratitude lists, writing down all the things you're grateful for now. So if you're, the idea is, is that if you're in a kind of open, a state of, being grateful then you're going to be more likely to receive and I have briefly spoken about gratitude lists before but they're really simple it's just writing down you know I am grateful for the people in my life I'm grateful for the roof over my head I'm grateful to have running water I'm grateful for the food in my cupboards you know it can be every you know the more things that you can get on there the the um the more that you open yourself to this vibration of being grateful and, and therefore able to receive and yeah i think that's it anything else you'd like to add
0: that's amazing well i was just um gonna say about um if you are wanting to change behaviors or do things is that thing called habit stacking you know where you um for instance if you use the fitness thing that's when i was thinking about like getting your trainers and putting them putting all your clothes ready next to your bed so when you yeah. get up you know so you're kind of giving yourself that little nudge um or yeah and that you do it at the same time and things like that but that that sounds great yeah. so well the
2: other thing that i um cuz that reminds me is acting as if it's already happened yeah so you know having you know if you want to be um you know if you want to find a romantic partner so what would that feel like and fee, and having those feelings all the time so you'd feel loved and connected and, and and having you know you'd probably have a big smile on your face and doing all the kind of the body language things that you'd have as well as feeling all the emotions that you'd have like act like it's already happened imagine that it's already happened and then how would you act how would you be how would you go out into the world and how would you be different if you had hmm. whatever it is? If it was a million pounds, okay, maybe you might, one of the things might be be maybe more generous with your money. But you can do that on a, You do it doesn't mean you have to go out and start, you know, handing over your cash to everybody, but you can still be more generous with your time and you can, you know, be more open with people. Imagine, you know, if you had won the lottery, it wouldn't just be that you'd want to go out there and just give a load of people give money, for example. Um, so there's lots of things that you can do to act as if it's already happened, and that's really powerful as well amazing yes so yeah other than that i suppose um i'd like to mention for people that are listening and if they want to kind of interact with us more then we do have um social media and you can find us on facebook if you just look up women's mass debate we have twitter as well which is women underscore debate and instagram is women's mass debate or lowercase or one word So, yeah, if you want, if there's anything that you think that you would like us to talk about or if you want to come on and talk with us or you just want to just, you know, contact us and say hello or ask any advice or anything. um, And leave a really nice review. That would be fantastic. That would be great. Yeah, leaving us reviews would be amazing.